Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so it's November 12th, Monday. I don't do a lot of podcasts on Monday. I usually do them on Fridays, but uh, I've had a few people reach out to me saying they've been anticipating my next podcast and they wanted something a little bit more upbeat than the last one. The last one, if you listened to it, was about child abuse and um, the commonalities and um, the lack of attention and awareness that it gets. So those are important and I'll continue to do things on causes and things like that that I'm passionate about or that I think deserve attention. But most of mine are more uh, motivational and more about, you know, um, just being strong minded. I was thinking about it the other day when I was driving. I went down to California for some business meetings and uh, on my way home, I was thinking, I, I feel like this podcast is a lot like if I were to write my own journal thoughts that go through my head and um, daily discussions that I have with other people or with friends or strangers or myself, etc. And um, I I actually really enjoy it. It gives me a a way to kind of just talk out loud and occasionally I get feedback from you guys, which I really enjoy and I appreciate. So thank you. Um, But I wanted to talk about something today that I, I may have touched on before, but um, I, I read a lot, you know, uh, I like to read, I try to take time whenever I'm traveling or whenever I have free time to read books. Um, I'm a big fan of Ryan Holiday. I don't know if you've ever read any of his books, The Obstacle is the Way or Ego is the Enemy. Um, I like The Millionaire, Millionaire Next Door. I like Tim Ferriss. I like Ogmandino's work. I like Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I read a lot of these books, and sometimes I'll go back and reread them. And I was recently reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad again, um, and I've had, you know, I had a discussion with my wife about, hey, you know what, we've got goals, and we need to jump on them and take advantage of opportunities that are presented to us, and just, you know, live the life that we want to. And uh, this was a discussion I had with her about two weeks ago, really, a week and a half ago. And uh, we obviously discuss it more than, more, you know, fairly often. But for the past week and a half, I've just been thinking that life is kind of hard, you know. And I think it's a lot harder when you give up. Um, I think there's a lot of people that I know who... Um, just settle for less than they deserve. Um, They kind of just get complacent, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that we all deserve more than we we have. I think that we, and when I say we deserve, I don't mean it should be given to us. I mean that we have an infinite amount of potential to do incredible things. And I honestly think that if I were to take a step back and write down what my expectations for myself are, um, I would say that I, I'm I'm missing out on on them, meaning that I'm not accomplishing the things that I would like to accomplish. Uh, and when I sit there and I think, well, why am I not? It really just comes down to two things. A, discipline, and B, good planning, which is probably a, a, a very important part of the discipline aspect. I think it's interesting when you look at like when you watch the news, you watch social media or you listen to certain politicians, they talk about, you know, spreading the wealth and, 
your fair share and all this other bullcrap. That's honestly what it is, is bullcrap. Somewhere along the lines, we've given up on the idea of hard work for the idea of handouts. And uh, I, I really have a hard time with that. Uh, I was listening to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I was listening to a three-minute interview with her the other day. Not only did nothing that she say make sense, but what she was trying to say was absolute insanity. Uh, this idea that everyone should have free education and nobody should have to work for things, that these things are just God-given rights, that confuses me, and I don't understand it. Um, I, uh, I, I honestly think that we should just, you know, figure out what we want first and foremost. Do you want to go to school? Well, yeah, okay, cool, then come up with a game plan. Utilize grants and loans, etc. have a job, do these things. Long story short, what I'm trying to say is that I feel like we all want things, but we don't want to do what it takes to get them, myself included. This isn't a knock on anybody. This is, this is just common human nature in the year 2018. Like, I would love to have X, Y, and Z, and I don't currently. And instead of saying, I'm not where I want to be because of this person or that person, or I don't have the things that I want because of this, that, or the system, or whatever, I say, okay, I don't have what I want because I don't have enough money for it. Okay, well, why don't I have enough money? Well, because I'm doing this instead of that. Or I'm not doing these things, which I should do. I told my wife, I'm like, to be honest, we don't really need anything more than what we have. Like, we have all the things that we need or want, you know? Like, there's things that I would like, there's things that I want, of course, but they're not needs. And I feel like figuring that out and saying, okay, listen, this is how we make more money. This is how we spend more, less money. This is how we save more this is how we get to our destination. I think it's something we don't discuss enough. I really, really don't, and it's unfortunate. I was talking to, uh, I think, it, who was it? I was talking to somebody just a week or two ago, not my wife, but somebody else, about, about you know, the year 2018 and the fact that today Americans are taking home more money than ever, um, but with inflation and the cost of living and increases in costs, it's, it, it, it kind of is a struggle, you know? I mean, that's a, that's a real thing. I mean, you think about it, in the 70s or the 80s when a lot of our parents or a lot of, you know, a lot of older generation people were starting life out, homes cost anywhere from 40 to 50 to $80,000, and they were making 40, 50, 60, $70,000. Okay, well, fast forward 40 years later, most people are making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars. Some people making one hundred twenty, and you've got people making significant amounts of money. But on average, like in the seventies and eighties, people were taking home thirty to fifty thousand dollars a year, and the average home cost about seventy-five to eighty thousand dollars. Well, today the average person is taking home about sixty thousand dollars a year, and the average home costs two hundred ten thousand dollars. So you can see there's a significant gap, and that's nationally. That's not California or Utah based. In California, the numbers are actually a lot a lot worse. Um, and so you look at that and you say, okay, well, instead of complaining about the system or instead of this or that, it's let's make another plan. Let's figure out how to get where we want to get. Let's figure out how to do and accomplish the things that we want to do. So um, for me, what I've decided to do is I decided to work for myself. 
That's what I've done the past handful of years, um, fairly exclusively the last two years. Um, I used to do a lot of contract work as a 1099 and uh, be involved in sales and management and things like that. And I really, really enjoyed it and I learned a ton. And I met a lot of incredible people. But then about two years ago, I decided that I was tired of working for other people and making them millions and I'm making X amount. Uh, I want to flip the script and work for myself. And along the, t- along the lines of working for myself, I want to invest more time into uh, my education, into reading and um, listening to audio and and really just be a better person. Like, it's honestly interesting. I think everyone you talk to, if you were to ask them, what would you like to be better? What what part of your life would you would you like to improve upon? I think a lot of people would say they want, you know, you know, I'd like to, you know, be healthier. I'd like to be more fit or whatever. But I feel like a lot of us, even those who say that, if you were to break it down and dissect it, most people would say they, something along the lines of career or financial or, um, you know, a financial aspect. And the thing that we don't realize, the thing that we're not taught, the thing that we have to realize for ourselves is that there's an infinite amount of money. And there's not a shortage of it. There never has been and there never will be. There is always a significant amount of money in the world. And even when we feel like we don't have any or even when the economy is this or that, there's a ton of money to be made still. And you really just have to figure out, okay, how do I get a piece of that pie? What do I have to do? To be honest, it's it's not as easy as it sounds. You've got to do something that most people aren't willing to do. You just have to. You know, and if you're not willing to do that, then you have to spend less money and you have to make investments and you have to make your money work for you. So I have goals and I have things that I want to accomplish. And I think that for the most part, um, I think that things are going really well in terms of my plans and my strategies. You know, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like any anything you do to make improvements. The first thing you do is realize where you want to make improvements, then figure out what you need to do, and then implement that strategy. So, I mean, I look at it, and this topic may be very boring for most of you, or it may be very enjoyable for some of you, I'm not sure. But the idea that that life is supposed to be easy and that we're supposed to be given these things, that just sounds terrible. It really does. I mean, we all know a kid who's never worked a day in his life but has very wealthy parents, Nine times out of ten, like I mean, that's not an obvi- obvi- you know, that's not a real statistic, but very often, a lot of my friends in high school who had everything, they're lazy and they end up doing nothing with their lives. Can you imagine if we were all just given everything? Like if we were all just given, hey, here's your share, here's your split, here's your fair share, cool. Like what would we do? Like that. That life doesn't intrigue me at all. I'd rather struggle for a few years trying to figure out how to make it or try to figure out how to start my business or trying to learn these lessons than to just be given this consistent, stagnant way of life versus, you know, learning for myself and living abundantly at some point. That's real life. That's that's something that I aspire for. And... uh like I said, it's something that I think we, we oftentimes steer away from because the idea is difficult, it's hard. It takes time, it takes planning and effort, but it's there. 
and it's available for all of us, you know? So I, I honestly think that if we were to sit down and figure out what we wanted, write down, like, I mean, show of hands, who who writes goals? Who writes down their goals? Who 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 knows exactly what they want and what time frame they want it by? I do. I do. Like, I have a very, very significant goal that I hope to accomplish by Halloween of 2019 that I made just two, three weeks ago. And uh, I'm implementing a strategy to, to get that goal, you know, um, presenting myself with opportunities to work with people, to um, make certain investments, to spend less money, to, to really just get things in order. It's interesting. It really, really is. How few people actually make game plans? How few people actually write down their goals? So it's interesting. It really is. The other thing that I've been thinking a lot about is this. It's November 12th. And from about now until New Year's Day, there's a six-week period where no matter what part of the country you're in, there is a lot going on whether it's Christmas shopping and then holiday traveling, whether it's opportunities to serve, whether it's opportunities to, you know, do good things. If there's, you know, like right now, uh, I, I'm from California originally, born and raised there. And uh, I spent a lot of time in Northern. I spent a lot of time in Southern California. Um, and if you're, if you have a pulse right now, I'm sure you're aware of the fires going on in California, both North and South. The fires in Northern California are actually going through a town called Paradise, where I actually used to play football and wrestle at quite a bit when I was in high school. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful town. Absolutely beautiful town. And uh, it's absolutely tragic. I believe there's been 738 homes that have been destroyed there so far. Interestingly enough, unfortunately enough, um, every single officer from the Paradise Police Department Every single officer's home in paradise has burnt down. I mean, that's just absolutely mind-boggling. I mean, it's, it's beyond tragic. And then you've got fires in Southern California and Calabasas and Thousand Oaks and all these areas. Um, I saw on Facebook the other day, Gerard Butler actually posted a picture of him standing where his home used to be. His entire home got burnt down, you know? And the post wasn't for, you know, oh, poor me, here's my GoFundMe page. It was... These things can be replaced. Mad respect to the firefighters and first responders. And I thought it was really cool of them. So I made a post the other day, uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before on Facebook. Anybody who's been affected or misplaced by the fires in Northern or Southern California, if you want a break from you know the tragedies, if you want a little vacation, if you have a way to uh, Utah, my home in Lehigh, Utah is open. You're more than welcome to come and stay at my place while you figure things out. Um, it's... You know, it's in in all sincerity, I would love more than anything to have, uh, whether I know him or not, so just the person who's been affected by, by the fires. I'm I'm willing to let you uh, crash at my place while you figure things out. So the point is, between November, right now, between mid-November and New Year's Day, there are so many opportunities to serve, and to do good, and to um, help others. And I honestly feel like um, if we were to do more of that and be more grateful for the things that we have and look for ways to make other people happy and to do good, I feel like we'll just feel so much better. 
I told my wife, instead of doing Christmas the way that we usually do, I'd like to, you know, do Christmas, of course. I mean, I've got little kids, and they love it, and they, it's exciting for them. But I would honestly rather just help a family in need, you know, a family who, um, you know, is, 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 you know, I'd rather just help somebody, you know. So I think that we're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to pitch that to our kids. We've got a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old who that may not be their, you know, their cup of tea, but it'd be fun. So anyways, that's kind of what I've been thinking about. Life is hard. There's no guarantees, but there's a lot of reward if you if you put in the time and effort and uh, spending, you know, look for opportunities to do good this year, this time of year. So not a super exciting topic, but it was one that has been on my mind and uh, I wanted to get a podcast out. So hope you guys are doing well. Hope you have a great week. It's Monday. Take control. Seize the day. Carpe diem. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll do another one of these here shortly. Take care.